ஜுலை Yeah what what this movie is about is just that there are about, there are four immortal warriors that just go around silently making the world a better place the <laughs> tagline for yeah sure <laughs> the, yeah. the tagline for all tech startups these days we make the world a better place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys go about making the world a better place and uh, just by participating in wars mostly because fighting apparently is all they can do and it takes place in the present day where one of their earlier clients mm-hmm. a member of the CIA comes to them and approaches them for a job in the Sudan and it doesn't go well because apparently it's a setup and they get gunned down right and they don't die because well they're immortal and the main the main premise revolves around how these people don't die when they're killed that is what immortality means yes yes exactly in simple terms they don't die when they're killed <laughs> yeah <laughs> glad we have established that <laughs> yeah glad glad we got that out of the way uh so they recover and this guy is recording footage who which he shows to some owner of big pharma this young guy called Merrick yeah. and he just wants to uh take their dna and just milk it for profit and so he says capture them and then hilarity ensues and all the while this is going on there is another one who suddenly happens to become immortal in afghanistan this african american very conveniently very conveniently this african american woman called nile who's a soldier actually private i think and she gets she gets uh, her throat slashed and she doesn't die and then weirdness ensues and then the leader andy who is charlie's theron just swoops in and saves her when she doesn't need saving <laughs> yeah yeah you know she's like she's a proper sjw charlie charlie's theron yeah dude she's amazing like this the, i think the entire movie just can work on charlie's theron's uh <laughs> i think we we we'll probably need to like devote like an entire segment to fanboying on charlie's theron <laughs> 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 Let's just like let us finish up the plot summary because yeah. trust me let, this, this is going to be an hour of us like you know gushing over the entire stuff. Let me just uh, quietly close the tab of the screenshots that I've taken of her in the movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Uh <laughs> So, yeah. anyway, the summary continues. So, she fetches her from Afghanistan and then they fight and then they make up and then uh, Merrick sends in people and Andy finds out she's not immortal anymore and two of their people get caught and then there is an entire dramatic discussion on oh past uh, sadnesses past lives. despair past life some people she had left abandoned some lady who was drowning and in the end they have exactly the superhero plot where the villain is foiled with a badass yeah. moment and then there is some sword play and then like random swearing and random badassery and 
then one of their members who betrayed them is excommunicated for a hundred years and then they set up a sequel by having one of the uh one of andy's immortal gal pals just happen to show up out of nowhere <laughs> i mean you were under the sea you were under the sea is this a freaking titans <laughs> reference like the four titans locked really? under the ocean We'll get to the plot holes like eventually. Cause boy, oh boy! <laughs> oh man, you should see the notes that I made for this one. <laughs> Death Parade had Death Parade had some right. I was trying to be really nitpicky because I'm the fan. I'm yeah. the fanboy there, so I was trying to be nitpicky and mm-hmm. find plot holes. Here, I didn't even have to try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this you watching the movie and it's going? What the fuck? That makes no sense. Yeah, uh, the first time again, uh, aforementioned Charlie Theron fanboying, so <laughs> I caught none yeah. of that. <laughs> But then after, I, yeah, I, I I think you know, let's just get the fanboying out of the way right now, <laughs> dude. Because. Because Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude, she looks insane. Her preference to wear tank tops is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, throwback to she, what? Throwback she, to fangirl noise from last episode. <laughs> she she has insane screen presence. Like honestly, yeah. Anytime she's on screen, there's they might as well no one else. Like you know, there's no point in anyone else being on screen. Yeah, she commands authority. She does. She does. Uh-huh. I can't believe she's like six thousand years old. She looks so good for that. Yeah, in the movie she's six thousand years old. In real life, she's close to that age. <laughs> But <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> she doesn't look like that, man. Like, and uh... you, you, you're just you're just making sure that Shadi Sharon is never gonna come on the show, Barbara. <laughs> she's gonna sue us for slander, okay, before she comes on the show. <laughs> But uh, I, would love, I would love it. At least you could meet her. Yeah, exactly. Any contact with Shadi Sharon, I'm up for it. Okay. Uh, what did you think of the movie? So the uh, the reason why I recommended this movie was it's not particularly like it's not like an Oscar winning movie or anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very cool concept though I think. Yeah. It's it feels like an anime concept and I thought that this would be something that you know you would enjoy. Ease me in because huh? yeah I thought like like how you ease me in by giving me death and uh, torture and you know all <laughs> terrible things in the world. I was like. Hey, I just returned the favor. You gave me the opposite. These people just can't fucking die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you know, hey, death isn't that bad. Okay, uh, like come on. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so uh, to elaborate on what uh, Parul gave of the plot summary, the core concept is basically to that they treat immortality more as a curse than a blessing. Yeah. The old car. Yeah. The group, and that's what the plot revolves around. And the action is fine. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an action movie, but it's not John Wick or anything. It's it doesn't have any mind blowing action sequences in my opinion. It's perfectly competent action. Yeah, yeah, perfectly. I think serviceable. It can work in in certain places. The 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 airplane scene was a pretty good fight. I thought. Yeah, that was fun. Especially the 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 part where her bone sticks out of her elbow in the end. I'm sorry, I'm a gore fan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the <laughs> I'm just gonna move past that. <laughs> Uh, but the, the airplane fight and the chapel fight yeah. were pretty decent, I thought. Yeah. No? Yeah. Uh, the but what is most interesting about this, the thing that I actually wanted to talk about was how they actually took the concept and instead of making it, you know, oh let's just live our lives and be happy and be rich, uh, it's it's how it weighs on all of them. Yeah. How all of them kind of hate it and how all of them just want to. Not not want mm-hmm. to die, but they certainly have a suicidal streak in them. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because 
they 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 just don't like body armor or something man i don't know what's up with that that was a that was a stupid scene like i i'm i was fanboying and then she breaks that fanboy curse by suddenly saying oh i am not wearing armor but i am going first i was yeah exactly i was like lady you're not immortal anymore this is stupidity like the like i understand pride <laughs> but this is stupidity yeah this is at the end of the movie yeah. as well yeah and you're like you know i wasn't expect i was actually expecting her to die mm same 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 but apparently but apparently the you know the sequel bait was too strong yeah. to let her die yeah. yeah however so this is something that uh, i think is kind of interesting mm-hmm. uh in the comics apparently she never loses her immortality oh this was this is based on a comic yeah so this is based the old guard is based on a comic book series it's still ongoing okay i think there are 10 issues of it i see and that's why they have like a sequel ready mm-hmm. essentially in terms of plot the 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 writer for the comic is also the screenwriter for this particular movie okay so it's pretty much a panel for panel adaptation but there are some uh, pretty interesting differences okay so for instance one is that um andy doesn't lose her immortality okay in the comics so this is i think done just to attention ha huh, that that actually right. was that actually was where the movie became real for me until then it was just these badass people having fun and just you know yeah. just dealing with things ruthlessly like some sort of like you know like no consequences style and then she loses Pretty her well. immortality and it has that really really touching scene with the lady in the convenience store where she bandages mm-hmm. up and like sort of puts those temporary stitches on her wound and mm-hmm. that was like okay okay now now she's being vulnerable and now uh, you know her character is no longer the the badass 4000 year old or 2000 year old she doesn't even specify how old she is she doesn't she's no longer that character yeah. anymore she's just a normal woman exactly. yeah she's just like human yeah So what did what did you think about that whole you know the immortality as a curse aspect? Do you think like they they did service to that concept? No, <laughs> I don't. I, no, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't, wa- I don't want to be a thorn in the ass here. But uh, no, huh. it was left to the side. It was never explained. Quite. So there are so many asshole moments in this in this movie, right? Right. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Where. It starts off amazing, like uh, the premise. Like again, because you have rec- like you know the it's it's an interesting thing to talk about, which is why I'm sure you recommended this movie. But yeah, uh, I was just in, I there were a couple of laughs that came in. Uh, what are you gonna do? Kill me? And I was just like, oh, beautiful, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, I the only other like one of these action movies that I've seen. Hmm. which is why a lot of these like you said based on a comic and all that because all of this is new to me because the only other action movie that i've seen is the a team 2010 oh brilliant yeah i'm actually going to bring that up myself and i'm like this is either a very 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 poor rip off <laughs> right it, it felt like a rip off except that like you know uh, you had two people who are gay so i was like just call it the gay team and be done with it but <laughs> <laughs> right uh but then they 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 introduced immortality and then they introduced this badassery and i was just like okay this this movie is trying to take itself a little more seriously than you know the a team did that was just yeah that was just fucking the a team is batshit the a team by the way is one of my favorite like movies trailer yeah definitely oh my god it's 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 it's, it's just epic like I, there's no other way to describe it Okay. Yeah, it's it's so stupid, but it's it 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 knows it's stupid. Exactly, and which is why I was waiting for even this movie to do something like that because I was getting shades of the A Team. 
I was I was right. waiting like okay um I see this is serious I see they're dealing with a problem but they'll have some mm-hmm. sort of uh, that dry comedy that you know the A team had like yeah we fucked what do you want to do about it but it didn't happen yeah and that's true yeah this so, movie is very it's, it's very like easy like it's very serious yeah it's very it's very serious uh and mm-hmm. then so I which is why after the first time I watched it I was like I need to give it another watch again to first of mm. all wean myself off of charlie steron fanboying <laughs> but right. but the second time was the time i actually focused on the on the plot mm. the one scene that really struck me like where they did the uh, immortality thing really well was the mm. drowning scene where uh, nile definitely the one where nile mm. dreams of uh, queen q u y n h queen right Queen, yeah. Queen, something. Queen, okay. So, she dreams of that lady being drowned again and again, and yeah, I lost it then. Yeah. That was that was a really powerful scene because you know you imagine agree, agree. you imagine that yourself hap- that happening to you and drowning is never a pleasant sensation. Yeah. And then you and to act- be like constantly doing it. Yeah, like add in the fact that you die and then you come back to consciousness and you're still underwater and you still can't breathe and you're still drowning for five hundred yeah. years. Oh God. It's long time, you know. Yeah, dude, the time scales are legendary. It's re- again another Black Mirror reference. Like we seem to be quoting. Everybody seems to be quoting Black <laughs> Mirror these days. There's that one uh, episode where uh, White White Christmas. Yes, exactly. Thank you, thank you, right, thank you. Right. Yeah, where he just puts her into that uh, isolation chamber and sets it to a hundred years and say like, okay, I'm done with this shit. Uh, yeah, it kind of felt. It kind but, of hit that note. But if you think about it, you know, like. we've been in lockdown for like people lost their minds after a month or two in lockdown yeah imagine what it's like for a year then imagine what it's like 500 times that yeah dude like it's it's horrifying like 500 years i i definitely agree with you so that part i think is one part where they re- it really felt that they did that concept justice mm-hmm. but i agree with you There was so much more that I wanted. Yeah. That I didn't get because it's such a cool concept. Yeah. Okay. And I, I if if they'd done more like lore stuff, you know, mm-hmm. if they'd like sort of shown more hints of them across the ages, mm-hmm. that would have been so much more interesting to me than just the modern world because like the modern world plot was very simple. Yeah. It was just like so straightforward. Literally the villain is Big Pharma. Yeah. One of the main plot points is that a guy from the CIA thought that Big Pharma was good. What the fuck? That's stupid. Like the villain did not like he didn't make any sense to me. I was like you said looking for lore because fantasy is one of the genres I'm actually interested in. That's where I've done most of my reading. Uh Wheel of Time, right. Game of Thrones, uh Song of Ice and Fire. Song of Ice and Fire is the same as Game of Thrones. But yeah, yeah I've done I've done a lot of my reading uh in the fantasy genre, Sanders Brandon Sanderson's work and all of that. And you were like, "Oh my God, lower surrounding Charlie Theron signing oh. up." Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they mention nothing. They just give you her yeah. name. They don't even tell you how old she is. They don't even give her her weapon a name. Yeah. Even that felt again. Like, see, so there are so many little things about this movie that annoy you because it seems like they added them in without any explanation as to why they're there. They seem to have added things because. you know because it's cool yeah like, and that is somewhat there yeah, unfortunately yeah. the first infiltration scene okay i see i see one guy uh, becoming the decoy uh, nikki being the decoy hmm. and then joe goes in and uh, uses his sword to kill these two people and then nikki hands yeah. him a shotgun 
Yeah. As if that's already not crazy enough, the next immediate <laughs> next scene shows you Andy headshotting two people with a silence pistol. And I'm like, why bother with the sword? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> you have a silence like, pistol. We, ha- we have it. Might as well use it, guys. They're in the props department. No, oh, I'll, I'll just, just have some variety over here. Let's just have some swagger to our combat. And I'm like, you... No, if you're 4,000 years old, you've already weeded out the crappier methods of killing people and you've become this efficient machine. Like, okay, not 4,000 year old for Nikki and Joe, maybe a thousand crusades. Right. But yeah, long enough. Long, long enough, enough. Long enough. So a lot of these things, you know, uh, where they all come from, why were they separated in the beginning of the movie? It just referred to, you know, this lady just wanted a break. Yeah. Wanted. You know how relationships are, you know. Yeah. Sorry, man. It's like, I'm tired, of, I'm tired of being alive. I need a break. For like a casual hundred years or some shit. Yeah. So the first part of the movie felt, because it was so close to the A-team, felt like a cheap, you know, photocopy of A-team until she lost her immortality. Mm. Right. Because then the stakes became real. Right, right. And I was really able to uh, get involved. Like I was like, okay, okay, now she's in danger. Now it's a possibility that she can die. Can she die? Will she die? Yeah. I I say this. Like that, I know that's done just as a plot device, but you're right. It actually does add tension. If it's not there in the comics, maybe the comic uh, artist had, the story writer of the comics had a better way to end it. But it, this one, in this, in the case of the movie adaptation, it just felt mm-hmm. as though that was the only thing that was giving any sort of narrative tension in the plot. Yeah, yeah. So talking about characters, except for. Andy, mm-hmm. what did you think about the whole romance angle? Oh, uh, see, uh, that's literally the <laughs> point number itchy, point number uno. <laughs> after after massive fanboying for Charlie Theron is very yeah. 2020 movie. So what I mean by okay. that is that it's so modern in its cast and its characters. It has a black woman. It has an Asian woman. It has a pair of gay people. Uh, it has a weird, uh, not really strong mm. uh, villain. And then there's a woman who's a scientist. And so it felt very 2020 where they were trying to pander to every single type of cultural, uh, like go against every single type of cultural stereotype. Right. So the characters, because of the fact that they were so trying so hard not to stereotype them into any role just felt even more bland. Hmm. Does that make sense? So because they were trying to avoid a stereotype, you feel that they played it too safe. Yeah, they just removed anything that could have made these people distincting, except that one kiss scene, which was epic. (laughs) Right, I was was, going to bring that up, because that that scene, I thought was genuinely really good. Yeah, it was genuinely good. Especially the senti statement he makes in the beginning, and I'm just like... Uh, you know, he's more than just my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, that is that is some good pickup line material right there. Yeah. So so for, uh, uh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, there's a scene where Nikki and Joe, two of the members of the old guard get captured. And then they one, one of them basically, I think Joe, he basically delivers a really heartfelt speech about what, uh, you know, Nikki means to him mm-hmm. as a person and as a partner. Yeah. And that's one of the high moments in this film. That's one of the moments that really stands out. Definitely. And then they cut the tension by having the guards pull them apart. And it's like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was really good. I like, liked that. Which is something I found to be a thing in this entire movie. This movie strung together of really good moments. Yeah. With really bland storytelling in the middle. Yeah. You could probably 
make a super cut of this movie it would be an half an hour long it would be a, an amazing half an hour mm-hmm. unfortunately the movie is like 2 hours yeah and it'll make no sense like the super cut will be an amazing sequence of insane montages of the movie but unless yeah. you watch the movie and push yourself through the storytelling you will never understand what the movie is about right so uh to deviate from that for a second uh how you mentioned the a team i think this isn't this isn't like canon or anything but this and this the same concept was also explored in a classic film called highlander okay. uh, have you heard of that nope <laughs> okay have you have you heard the phrase there can be only one i have so that comes from this movie okay the the concept of highlander is basically an immortal group of warriors okay all right mm-hmm. and the only way they can be killed is by beheading them beheading them okay so highlander is sort of a movie which is cut between the past and the present okay. where there's an immortal warrior who fought for in the scottish war of independence mm-hmm. and uh, they show his they show you know his fights and his victories and his defeats in the past and compare them with uh, his victories and defeats in the present and him basically uh, same you know struggling with immortality mm-hmm. as a person as a blessing okay huh. the thing is that movie has a similar concept but i i enjoy that movie a lot more because it doesn't take itself as seriously yeah. as it 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 comes around to being cheesy and you sort of can have a laugh at it yeah you can't do that you can't you can't do it with this one yeah you can't cuz cuz this movie it has such good dramatic scenes such as the scene with nikki and joe in the while they're captured mm-hmm. and with the quinn drowning scene yeah and then you have the action scenes which are again perfectly serviceable so perfectly competent but then all the dialogue that's around them sort of ruins them a little oh, bit oh yeah one of those potential potential wasted sort of things where uh, this i think this movie will be more popular uh, for the talking point it brings up rather than the experience that it you know that it that it made its viewers have uh yeah definitely i think so which makes it perfect fodder for the podcast nice choice max Yeah. <laughs> Here's one of my, you know, uh gripes with the movie. Okay. Did you like the actors? So look at look at how far we've come. Okay, we've we've almost been talking for half an hour now and we haven't mentioned Nile except for a one single passing reference. Right. That should tell you enough about that character. Like she's literally a plot device. Exactly. Like what was the importance of her coming over there what was the uh, what was the implication oh why now what if what, they were dreaming of each other this that and so much of it is just brushed under ha ye hota hai this happens this happened this has always happened and it just uh, no see uh, andy yeah. andy carries the like whenever there whenever she's on screen the movie just elevates because charis theron yeah. does have that kind of like you mentioned screen presence but when the yeah. other characters get their turn uh, except for those small dramatic moments that you mentioned there's even the one where um, you know he gets excommunicated uh, booker mm-hmm. for a hundred yeah. years and then there's this really emotional yeah. scene where he where he realizes that uh, andy is not immortal anymore so a hundred years yeah. means she's going to die before he gets to see her again yeah and that was good and uh, you can right. you can even see sh- like again that series again still over, you know uh, spotlighted by charis theron having that expression on her face like even she's considering her own mortality yeah and see so even in scenes where other characters are supposed to shine it's just it's just andy 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 and it's not a go- it's not good for your 
overall movie experience if only one character hmm. is carrying your show it should you you shouldn't be able to count the number of good scenes by other characters mm-hmm. in a movie about a group of them you know yeah nile is great in the action scenes but she's so stiff during the acting itself huh. during the conversation part exactly that i was just like i was just like this what is happening here you know yeah let's let's keep the acting aside cuz i think we've discussed it enough Mhm. Here's my here's my question. I'm really I really want to hear your thoughts on this question. Okay. What did you think about the music in the movie? Shit. <laughs> Shit. Hear me for those who you don't know is a huge EDM fan. What? Samsha really? <laughs> you slander me my friend, you slander me. How dare you, you say this? Slandering me but <laughs> You're slandering me by trying to make me a view. This is the least I can do. <laughs> yeah, but at least that's something that you're doing. This is not. This is uh, okay. Okay, peace, 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 peace. Calm down. Get those words out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> um, so instrumentals were fine. You get me, and right. especially with Netflix subtitles on, it just shows electro pop music plays in the background. Right. <laughs> and I, I was just like, "Thank you for telling me something I know." I mean, can you make a yeah. can you make a non deaf subtitles version, please? Because there are certain people who can't understand accents who still don't need to be told what goddamn form of music it is. So, yeah. if you want to make subtitles for deaf people, just have them as a separate section, like deaf subtitles, so that we don't have to be told <laughs> upbeat music plays, somber music plays. Oh right. God! But I think it really set the tone, to be honest, you know. Hmm. Uh, except for the lyrics, so I didn't have any problems with the music. I actually liked it in terms of how it fit the movie. Like, I will never listen to the soundtrack separately. Us, ah, sorry. Right. <laughs> But uh, it, as part of the movie, it did it did fit. Uh, the uh the theme of the movie is pretty well where whatever the insert music was except it the lyrics it did dude i don't know man I'm, i i like so i don't even mind the songs themselves okay but i was like if you're playing a song about a 6000 year old warrior okay why the fuck is marshmallow featuring khalid playing <laughs> oh i don't even get me started on millennial artists dude i'm sorry like no <laughs> i so i just You you say you say marshmallow and Khalid and I'm sorry my my unnecessarily elitist brain just says ditch ditch stupid stupid <laughs> stupid stupid. So. Yeah, I mean I was like I was like I don't even I I even like the song I was like I know you guys can't get Hans Zimmer for everything. Uh huh. But it, it could just have been orchestral. Exactly. I would have been fine with it. Yeah, uh, lyric the lyrics were completely unnecessary, like absolutely unnecessary. Where it stands out for me is when it's the last uh, fight scene. Mm-hmm. Andy delivers this, you know, badass speech to Nair, where she's like, you know, oh, we did this uh, in eighteen eighties. Eighteen thirty four. Yeah. Secret. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know huh. some some secret move that they pulled off. Sao Paulo. Okay. And she says, like you know, she says thirty four. She says nineteen thirty four. She says no, eighteen thirty four. And you're like, whoa! And then fucking like you know, a modern like electro pop song starts playing, <laughs> kills the entire mood. Oh god! And so I'm I'm used to this, okay? Because um, when I play uh, the, I have a couple of games that I have that I play. Again, sorry for bringing it on games again, like Max Payne the last <laughs> <Right>. time. <laughs> so yeah. there's there's this game called Devil May Cry. and hmm. the fifth installment of the game has its uh, has some sort of techno uh, background even though there is rock like predominantly rock there is still an edm beat going on in the background so hmm. 
I'm actually used to it for action and it really does work if your if your choreography of the fight scene matches the beat it 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 really pulls up the intensity hmm. but not when they're lyrics dude I'm sorry you cannot have lyrics and the lyrics are so yeah. obvious I can't even pull one I can't pull uh, like examples out of my head but let's say there is some let's hypothetically say there's a scene where uh, Nile is suffering Okay. Yeah. The lyrics will always be I'm suffering, suffering, I'm <laughs> suffering. I'm like, shut up. I know what she's feeling. Like I can see it in the subtitles also. <laughs> yeah, it it just I think that's uh, I'll say this. I like the movie. Uh-huh. But that's one of the one of the things that I really wish they had uh, sort of take taken care of in post production, you know? Yeah. Coming to one of the other small things, like the last time I had a random tinfoil hat or a random blow up on your uh, head moment, the thing that I found for this movie, mm. because I like googling uh, terms that they, you know, that they mention in the movie that they, you know, they, they don't explain. For example, the fake science mm. uh, hokum that they were trying to pass off as, oh, I know how to reverse aging, right? Yeah. The yeah. big pharma and the reverse aging. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a there is a, a part where he mentions something known as the clotho. Okay, where he's uh, like, okay, yeah. Merrick is just giving a speech. It, it'll pass through uh, most people, most viewers' head. There's a random speech Merrick mm-hmm. is giving to an audience where he cracks a stupid joke on like life expectancy, where ladies mm-hmm. live two years long. Oh, fuck, dude. Don't, oh, God, I just reminded myself of that joke. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> terrible, terrible humor. The, the antagonist is just terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, I've gotten mm-hmm. that out of the way. So he, t- he talks by about... The way, by the way, do you... Do you know who the entire... You've seen the antagonist before. Do you know who he is? No. He's Dudley Dursley from the Harry Potter movies. Oh, what? What? Yeah. Dude. It, it blew my mind when I found what? out. What, dude? Okay. I'm... Oh, shit, man. Okay. Those eyes, those eyes, like, shit, make sense shit. now, right? Yeah, that... Okay. I was wondering where I'd seen him before. Holy crap. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh God, Dudley Dursley. Exactly, which is why, which is exactly how it explains how even in Harry Potter he's a shit, he's a shit antagonist, and even here he's a shit antagonist. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's just rambling on, and this one word caught my attention called Clotho, K L O T H O. And hmm. so I just googled it. I was like, let's see what this is. Maybe it's just some random, you know. They usually come up with these names starting with K just to you know sound cool and pass off fake science as real science. And right, right. Like the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Charlie <laughs> Theron. <Is> <laughs> Charlie Theron getting angry at us is okay. Okay, but not them. <laughs> yeah. Coronavirus is deadly enough. I don't want to die. Yeah, I, I think we're in like the target demographic, uh, and I mean target demographic. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so Clotho is. Yeah, go I on. thought it was something they're making up, and so I googled it, and turns out there's an actual protein called the Clotho protein that uh, is responsible like the absence of it is responsible for premature aging and that Hmm. led me down some very weird uh, research papers that I happened to discover and the first one was Hmm. uh, uh, from the National Institute of Health Uh, I'll if you want Hmm. we can just put it up on the as a link in the podcast just for people like geeks like me who are interested but so Uh, it's named after the Moirai Uh, they are in Greek mythology the three fates have you heard of the three fates I know the three fates. I don't know the names. Yeah. So Clotho is the is the first one. Lachesis is the second, and Atropos is the third. Hmm. 
and okay. so that's where it went down and i was like okay so the thing that extends your life that literally stretches out your telomeres in your chromosomes is named after the first fate who extends your uh, you know your lifespan oh, okay. extends the thread of your lifespan hmm. a pretty cool thing i don't know hmm. it's just one of these random google exploits oh that's actually pretty neat yeah, yeah. so it turns out yeah not everything in the movie is bullshit yeah <laughs> Like they don't name their weapons, okay? They don't bother to give fake names to their yeah, weapons, yeah. but they can fucking go on the deep and name this stuff. <laughs> like the screenwriter was like, you know, fuck the weapons. Let's put in an obscure biological reference. Yes, the, some freak over there is going to Google this and he's going to realize, oh my god, there is a reference and it's not bullshit. And <laughs> and I was that gullible fool. <laughs> so going back to the screenwriter, by the way, okay? Because this is this is an issue that that bothered me a lot. Okay. Why is it? that night in her dreams can see quinn yeah but no one else does cuz they established that all of them can see when they're apart all of them dream about each other mm-hmm. and it seems like night is the only one who dreams of quinn which means that she's alive but none of the others dream of quinn so either it's a massive plot hole just because you know it's not like the yeah. it's not like the rest of the it's not like the rest of the plot has been particularly you know uh, anything but swiss cheese right right <laughs> but it's maybe it's like one of those countless plot holes so the other explanation is uh, like in my head that the other guys are just used to it and so because hmm. when you see the other guys dream of things only when it's something new is when they react like only when they realize that nile hmm. has been born on that train ride then suddenly hmm. uh, then they, that uh joe just makes a ridiculously accurate drawing out of nowhere and i'm just like why are you doing this <laughs> they just pepper yeah. they just pepper all of their main characters with these random skills yeah okay and never explain anything so it just i think there's so many scenes in the first viewing that just shush go over your head because they are put in hmm. out of i don't know affection or love for the plot and then they just forget about them later on i don't know Uh, yeah yeah maybe so i think it's just because she's new to it and they just wanted to add some drama in that church uh, scene before the guys uh, to get her out of the house so that i f- again like everything that nile does or experiences or goes through in the story feels like a plot device okay yeah yeah that is true right because uh, the only reason she says i can't do this in the entire of her car ride going to the train station the pointless car ride is just yeah. a sort of uh, you know red herring for her to figure out that the gun wasn't loaded and that booker is betraying like yeah and this warrior doesn't she can't feel the weight of a loaded versus an un, versus an unloaded gun yeah i mean she basically like sleeps with a gun around her neck yeah i would assume that she could tell the difference yeah the number yeah. of times she takes that gun and tucks it into her jeans oh god don't even bring Oh, uh, so Jesus for, f- for fanboying purposes, it's all right. But then you realize the number of times they do it in the movie, and you're just like, okay, cool. I know it's interesting <laughs> to have Charlize uh, Theron tuck a nine millimeter revolver into her jeans, but it's enough, enough. Mm. I, I fans have seen enough. I I think we've I think we've probably gone through all the main things that we wanted to cover. with this movie we've discussed the concept we've discussed the plot we've discussed the romance mm-hmm. we've discussed the music we've discussed its connections to the comic yeah. and its inspirations from other movies i guess mm-hmm. uh how about you hit us with like a quick review of it sure uh let me if you want to summarize it's a very interesting premise and the only part of the movie that i feel was really worth talking about was how they treat immortality as a curse and hmm. 
it's something that i who when i face think of my own mortality i think of uh, how immortality would be a ridiculous boon or you know something that would mm. be amazing like not ceasing to exist forever and then uh, you see these people who have lived for 4000 years and you exp- and you see okay they're go society is going to hate them like literally hate them like how they hate booker yeah because how his son yeah. the scene with his son uh, hating him for not you know sort of sharing the sharing the gift yeah like he's like i got a gift and yeah. you can't share it with me even though i'm dying of cancer see as a concept just to think about it's good then mm. then another hour and a half of the movie happens beyond this concept and nothing <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like what a terrible shame. Yeah, it's like you you have Morgan Freeman uh have one of these tech one of these science fiction episodes where he could just in half an hour have a documentary on immortality. I think there actually mm-hmm. is one a Morgan Freeman documentary on immortality right now where okay. uh, I forgot the name uh through the wall or breaking the wall something of that sort. I'll I'll find it out. Okay. So there's a Morgan mm-hmm. Freeman has a series of documentaries where he just talks about interesting sci-fi uh, uh pop sci con- concepts. one right. one of them was he, he can talk about anything one of them was reversing dying basically and okay. how what research is going on into aging and all so hmm. i could just have watched that documentary if it were it not for like charlie steron <laughs> charlie steron yeah like yeah <laughs> like mom 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 could can narrate charlie steron can just be on screen yeah she can just be on screen pretending to be this uh, you know aging person and she wouldn't look a day older than she did before and bogan free may be like yeah look at the wonder science has gotten us and yeah. i'd be satisfied with half an hour of that yeah you know fair enough <laughs> yeah what uh, so yeah you can you can give your summary of it and then we can give our scores of the gating oh, jesus christ father <laughs> let's not call it that <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so in my opinion this was a perfectly serviceable action flick it's a movie which Uh, it doesn't benefit from multiple rewatches okay. because then you start then you start thinking about it <laughs> and that's where it all falls apart <laughs> yeah I, i i think it's a good uh, i think it's like a good chill film to watch yeah. you know if you just uh, turn off your brain and watch it except for occasionally when they bring up some very interesting ideas with immortality as a curse and whereas it's commonly perceived as a blessing mm-hmm. i find i actually found the romance to be quite interesting i thought the characters like they they Joe and Nikki are actually really pulled off rather naturally it, yeah that the romance didn't be forced to me yeah yeah definitely it felt uh-huh. it felt nice yeah the the character motivations i felt for you know most of the antagonists were lacking and i didn't enjoy the plot because it was just a, it was just like a very simple basic plot mm-hmm. you know there's nothing even complex to discuss about it as such yeah except for the plot holes <laughs> yeah. and and unfortunately nile wasn't a compelling character wasn't a compelling enough character for me to you know care about that much yeah. at But all this movie does have charlie sir on kicking ass for like 2 hours mm-hmm. and i'm sorry that's just like that's amazing like if i they better not kill her off in the sequel cuz no one is going to watch it nobody's going to like it yeah there's going to be riots on the street if charlie sir on dies in the second movie yeah forget the fanboy She straight up is an amazing actress. Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely, dude. She, you felt that she was weary and tired of being alive, and yet she had a duty to fulfill. She had a code of conduct that she followed. Yeah, and that that just felt you could feel that in her acting. Yeah, it, yeah. She pulled it off amazingly there. Yeah. So, Parul, uh, what score would you give this? 
like the fight sequence and this one actually had like action scenes that you can watch without getting a migraine <laughs> and that's 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 impressive in my opinion yeah live action is notoriously hard to get action scenes uh, in because see in anime you can just draw the scene that you want and it will look nice because right. it's imagination getting actual characters and cg to you know replicate that it's why uh, when anime gets converted into live action movies like the death note one or the dragon ball evolution it just it just becomes right. absolute fuckery like it's crap <laughs> They're absolute classics. Yeah, the absolute classics get. But for the wrong reasons. But for the wrong reasons, anime fans like yeah. trash those so much. You have no idea. Okay, one day we gotta do those. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not putting myself through that. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 like I, I think, I think you can put yourself through anime, but there is no way I'm putting myself through live action remakes of anime. <laughs> uh, so anyway, okay. So that's an average. That's an average of six point seven. Right. So uh I guess that's about it for the old guard what anime are we going to watch next week part Okay so don't get freaked out by the uh title it's a movie Okay it's called I want to eat your pancreas Excuse me what the fuck <laughs> I knew it. I knew you'd react like that I knew you'd react like that <laughs> You what you are what But <laughs> it's it's I I didn't mean it literally. I don't want your pancreas. I'm sorry, but oh, uh, I'm not I'm good enough. Now. <laughs> oh, you you can find your own Joe or your Nikki later on. It's okay. Boy, I hope. Yo, this is a good question. If if they're hungry, can they just eat each other? Like, do they ever need food? I I actually thought of that for a second uh, because they never show amputations as injuries to these people. Hmm. All of their injuries are wounds. So hmm. when I I that was one of the very weird things like it's good we brought it up in the end. Yeah. It's not really important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh speaking of body parts like the pancreas. Yeah. <laughs> uh what I I don't know maybe she gets her hand chopped off if it just grows back then they can eat each other. Is it like, is it like dead pool? Does it grow grow as a baby hand first? You haven't seen that full, right? Okay. Of course not. Okay, fine, guys. <laughs> okay. So I want to eat oh. your pancreas. Yeah, I want to eat your pancreas. Uh, again, just don't go by the title. Just, just don't go by the title. Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Cool. So <laughs> next week we'll do. I want to eat your pancreas. I guess. Yeah, I sense the, I sense the reluctance in your voice. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> <laughs> This has been Check Your Privilege with uh, Yeah Boy Smash and Yeah Boy Portal. We're gonna, we're never gonna get used to saying that. We're, we're, we're never gonna get used to saying that. <laughs> <laughs> your boy in the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Bye then.